Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. LaFleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to LaFleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> there is a bomb! Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together they worked the young team to the top. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup! Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Marinaro on this Thursday, July 6th. What a day earlier today. Man, was it hot. The nicest day of the summer. And I hope you enjoyed it somewhere in a pool. Uh, the Sick Podcast brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, named by the Financial Times as one of America's fastest growing companies in 2023 and fastest growing companies in 2023, recognized by the Globe and Mail as a top-growing Canadian company for two years in a row. Uh, they work with some of the biggest Fortune 500 companies providing end-to-end logistics uh, services. Join a winning team and check out Energy's career page for available opportunities. Also brought to you in part by Brood in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards. I'm talking about La Bitta TV offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Bitta TV, embrace your true nature. And brought to you in part by Playground, your premier gaming destination. Open 24-7. Drinks are always free while you play. Over 600 machines, poker tournaments, cash games, daily promotions, free valet, and unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else located just over the Mercier Bridge? Only minutes from downtown Montreal. It is Playground. It, thanks everyone for watching on youtube uh, live if you haven't subscribed to our youtube channel yet please do so on facebook live on twitter live and uh, the sick podcast goes uh, weeknights at 10 p.m and usually throughout the entire season on thursdays george larac was a collaborator and george larac is here with me tonight george what's going on how you doing tony how's everything on your side everything is very very good Where's your pillow? Not too far? The, the pillow is always handy. What a guy. Yeah, and it's clean. Look. Ah, very, very nice. Very, very nice. Very you nice. You want to join me? You want to join me? Not, no, no, I, uh, I do not want to join you. All right, okay. Listen, um, you were at the NHL draft. There's a lot to talk about. You were there, I think, as part of the, uh, it's, it's the player inclusion committee, or is that yes. it? Yes, that's right. I was there because all week we were having meetings because we're talking about different plans that we're going to take this year uh, with with our group. Uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, the jersey thing that we won't be doing anymore and the warm must because of controversy that it did. So we're going to talk about all type of different initiatives that we'll be doing. We talked about that. And and also we're, we're, we're making appliance because we're going to keep talking about the rookies, uh, all the rookies before they go on the ice. They all, to get, they all have to go through... Uh, one of our uh, conference that we have to give uh, regarding inclusion. So, no, it's awesome. A lot of work, and I got to meet the top three picks overall. Uh, talked to all three of them. Great conversation with them. So, uh, no, I, it was a great time in Nashville. George, I, I don't know if I'm touching on a delicate subject here, if you're at liberty to talk about it or not, seeing as you're part of the committee, but I'm going to try my best anyway. George, the fact that the National Hockey League is not going through with the Jersey night, um, it really looks bad, George. 
Uh, I'll explain to you why uh, why we're doing that. Is uh, the thing though is uh, you know the league and and everyone who wants to take initiative to to show that hockey is for everyone, right? Yeah. And uh, fighting homophobia is an important fight. But what we have to understand is what the jersey did last year. If you look at how many players are in the league, right? We know that it's a handful of players that didn't wear the jersey. The Russian players, we know why. Uh, security for security reason, because we learned that if the Russian players were a pride jersey, if they go back home, they could get arrested, the family could get arrested. So it's dangerous. So that we understood. And there's the case of Reimer and Stahl that said because of the because of religion reason they couldn't do it. Even though we're talking about a handful of players, when the majority of players wore the jersey, uh, Tony, what happened? People decided to focus on the guys that want to wear the jersey. And that campaign that's supposed to be beautiful and that raised a lot of money because there was an auction with these jerseys became negative. When you're talking about inclusion, you're talking about different programs to sensibilize people. You have to find ways to do so when it's more united, not controversial. So the reason we did that is because there's so many backlash about it that, and also it puts players in the spot. You know, yeah, but you want to join Stall wore the jersey when he was a hab. And now all of a sudden, then, he doesn't want to wear it for religious reasons. Tony, this the question was asked to him, so yeah. I can answer for him because yes. he said when people told him you were as an hab, and he said that he never did. He denied it when there was footage of him doing it. Video evidence. So so, so that I don't know. That's what he said. But all I'm saying is that we have to make sure that when you do cause, you have to find ways that players is their choice if they want to join or not. With the jersey, it's kind of like putting a cause of someone that they have no choice to join. It. What if they don't want to? If they don't want to, then they put, they're putting on the media. Then they, they, they have to face the music right away because it's not their choice. They have to explain and sing why. Maybe they're not just comfortable. I don't know. But now it's more to find an inclusive way yes. to find campaign. I understand. So it's for everyone. That's why uh, that decision was I, made. I understand the reasoning. I'm just going to give you my, my opinion here is that um, when a player doesn't choose to wear the, jer the jersey, it reflects bad on an entire organization. Why? But why, Tony? Why? Well, because I, I, what I think is, is that the organization should say, you're wearing the jersey. That's it. That's all. Tony, I, I pay Tony, you. You wear the jersey. I Tony, I just told you the Russian players, they get that, their family. It's it's dangerous for their life if they wear the jersey. I understand. You think a team's going to put the life of a family, uh, the team before life of a family? No, no, no. But the, the, the Russians, I'll give them I'll give them a pass because of that. But the other ones, I mean, okay. Anyway, listen, uh, I just, I, I think the National Hockey League, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, didn't, I don't think it looks good. I don't, I don't think it looks good. And, um, you know, there, I understand your reasoning. I, I get it. Perfect. But I just, I, I don't think, I mean, if Tony, again, I don't get it. We should think of an inclusive way to yeah. make hockey for everyone. Yeah. Not a way that creates debate, division, fight. And that's what this done. So there will be other measure that we'll be doing this year, Tony. Yeah. For the cause, that'll be great. But contrary to the jersey, players will choose if they want to join us in a couple of the events that we'll be doing other than feeling forced to join something for whatever reason they wouldn't or they wouldn't want to. So I'm happy to have you on tonight because once again, you were there at the draft. You spent time with the top three picks. I know you talked to a lot of people. I know you met with a lot of people. I know you had supper with a lot of people. And so now there's a lot of conversation we could have. You talked about debate, division, fighting. You know what caused a lot of debate and some division and even some fighting? The Canadians' fifth pick overall. And yeah. I know, I know that you had a very strong opinion going to the draft, who the Canadians should draft with the fifth pick. For those who don't remember, once again, remind us, they should have drafted. Mitchkov. Mitchkov. All right. But they didn't. And they drafted Rhinebacker. And by the way, you were very vocal on social media. Like you, you said, I can't believe they passed on Mitchkov. All right. Okay. So what did you hear? Okay, 
So a lot of things to say regarding that. When I was at the draft, first of all, there was a lot of Montreal Canadian fans around me. And when they drafted David, they all looked at me. People yelled my name. They were like this, George, what did we do? I can't believe it. Some of them said, I'm quitting the team. When I left, some of the fans of Montreal Canadian left too. They were upset. I was at the draft. I saw them. I know there's some media that said no one left. I was there. I was sitting there and I saw them and I talked to them outside. Some of them were upset that they didn't get Mitchkov. So the one thing I want to say is, so people understand, it's not because I'm criticizing the team's pick that I'm down on David. I understand. It is the stupidest thing ever that people, death threats and all the stuff that he's got. He's a good kid. He's going to be a good player. He's going to help the Canadian. He's awesome. I'm criticizing the team's pick because it was a generous role player. It was a draft that was supposed to be for forwards, and we get a D-man when we have have tons of them. So at the airport on the way back, I don't want to say his name, so I'll say that one of the scouts for the Montreal Canadian, I had a little debate with him. So I went to talk to him. You know, we're there a couple hours before a flight, so we have a lot of time. And I'm like, what did you guys do? Why did you guys not draft Mitchkov? And he started to tell me, you they know, think George. It's a bad apple. No, no, but yes, but just before I go to there, they started to tell me about to win a championship, it starts with defense, right? So that's what he started with, which is true. It starts with defense. But if you look at Montreal's defense right now with Hudson and Mayu coming, I think we're 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 well well good in that department. But then he started telling me about Montreal Canadian, the culture is very important. The culture is very important. And he said, George, you should know in a culture in a team, if you don't have, if you have a rotten apple in this culture, you're not going to win. So they're going with the report that in Russia, okay, there's bad report in terms that he's not a team player and they're having problems with him. Yeah. So just before Tony, I go on and tell him what I told him. I told you what I told him. Answer me this question before I go on, okay? Yes. Tell me one rookie Russian player that ever came to the NHL that was a problem child. Tell me one. One rookie Russian who came to the NHL who was a problem player. None, Tony. There is none. Maybe after seven, ten years, yeah. there's tendencies and stuff. As a rookie, none. So what I told him, I was like, okay. Galchenyuk was a challenge. Galchenyuk had like had he issues. Was, yeah, he had yes. issues and stuff. But he was a okay. challenge. Put it that way. He was a challenge. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he but, was a challenge. Yeah, problem player. Like there's a a difference between you know. Uh, so anyway, there's been challenges I, with Kuznetsov, but much later yeah. on in his career, not right away. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what I told him regarding that, I was like, Mitchkov is the best player in Russia. Mitchkov has his agent around him. Everything is like all the attention that he's getting. He's so big. He's there. He's the star. Okay. Not a team player there. If he comes to the Montreal Canadian, with all the guys that are there already, Suzuki, Kofi, the company, he wants to blend in. He's no longer the best player if he comes to Montreal. He's a rookie. And when I told him, I was like, with all the players that are there when he comes in, he's not going to be like he's in Russia. He's coming to make the team to have an impact. Yeah, but he's going to be intimidated. He could barely speak English. He's going to come in in a, in a place that he has to learn. He's not going to be a problem child if he comes to the Montreal Canadian. That's why I told him. We should have picked him. So... They didn't want to take a chance on that. George, That's why they didn't. Perfect. So I want to continue on that, George, okay? Because I don't know this for a fact because I I didn't talk to anyone about it. And even if I would, they would probably, they, you did, they would probably give me the same reasons they gave you. This is what I think. First of all, the whole defense wins championships. Yeah, you know what? It works out well when defensive teams win championships. And when offensive teams win championships, well, then you can't say that, right? I'm not so sure I buy all of that stuff, right? I believe you have to learn how to win different ways in the National Hockey League. Sometimes you're going to need to score five goals to win a game, and sometimes you're going to need to win a game seven, one nothing. Okay? 
But we do know this, teams that win championships, yes, they have a horse on defense. And teams that win championships also have two amazing centermen at least, okay? Yeah. I think this. I think the Canadians chickened out. They were scared to make the pick. And now they can give us whatever reason or give you whatever reason why they want. All right? You know, they look, think about this, George. Jeff Gorton, Kent Hughes, and Marty St. Louis, they want an offensive brand of hockey in Montreal. They want a puck possession team in Montreal. They want a skilled team in Montreal. They want guys using their IQ. They want guys to have so what all, all the time. And now they're going to say defense wins championships. I don't buy that. I don't buy but that. If, if they want a skill team, why don't they take Mitchkov if they want skills? Because I think they were whole scared. They were scared of A, he's got a three year contract. B, what's okay. going on in Russia? I mean, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is he ever going to come get it come to the National Hockey League? I mean, D, is he going to extend after three years? And E, did, we're Tony, hearing is a bad apple. So did you did you know did you know Tony that this team has an history of negotiating with teams so the players could opt out of the contract and come earlier? You really think he's going to go to Philadelphia in three years? I'll make you a bet that he'll be to Philadelphia much sooner than three years. Tony, Philadelphia. In Nashville, and even before that, they did everything to move down in the draft to get Mitchka. When Briere could, nobody wanted to trade away their picks. When Briere got him, he had a smile in his face. He got a lottery ticket. Lottery, he didn't even have to move down, and he got him a slip right to seven. I understand that, That's but Arizona wasn't, gonna, Arizona wasn't going to take Mitchkov at six. They didn't take okay. Mitchkov at six either. Okay, hold on. I, I sat with the Arizona recruiters and I asked them, what did you guys do? Why did you guys give a gift to Philadelphia? And then they're like, George, Mitch Cobb wouldn't even meet with us. He wasn't going to come with us. We had no choice. He, didn't, he refused to meet the Coyotes. <laughs> so, so I, I understand. So that's, that, why, so that's, that doesn't that's sound why good, they, George. That doesn't sound I, good. A player, I know that. Hey, Play, playing in the it. National Hockey League is a privilege. A team wants to meet with you, and just because they're la de la ligue, the joke of the league, 5,000 seat arena, this, that, I don't even know how they have ice there. It's 40 degrees every day. But you got to meet with them, George. That's the only team that he refused to meet. And to be honest with you, Tony, there's a lot of players that want to play in Phoenix because the la de la ligue, like you said, uh, it's unorganized. They're playing for the 4,000 fans. The fans don't even want them. They don't even want them in Phoenix. They don't want a new rink. You got a guy like that looking at all this. Who, as a rookie, wants to come and play for a 4,000 fan? You know? You know, Lindros did it, but it was much. And, and Mario Lemieux almost did it. You remember? Yeah. Like, it was close. So, Mitchkov, there's one team he didn't want, he didn't want to go to. It's Phoenix. Doesn't change the fact that he was the second best player in the draft and is yeah. a player that is NHL ready now, right? Yeah. So that's but that's that you know why Phoenix let him go is because clearly the fact that he refused to meet the team, you know, you can't draft a guy that refused to meet the team and you know that he's not gonna come. So, so that's the, why they let him go. The beauty of the NHL draft is it's going to take at least five years for us to know whether or not the Canadians chose the right player in the draft. Okay. Oh, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to take five years. It's going but, to be much sooner. Than I, that. I hear you, but here's the deal. Here's the one thing I take issue with, and I've taken issue with it since day one, and I'll continue to take issue with it. And by the way, I understand the pick. Really, I do. It's safe. Okay. Here's the the issue that I have. The Canadians cannot look me in the eyes. And tell me, Tony, we chose the best player available. They no, didn't. they didn't. No, they, no, they know they, they didn't. chose safe, reliable, and organizational need. Yeah. Zach Benson, so far, look, a day or two of practice of development camp, it doesn't mean nothing. But Zach Benson is tearing it up with Buffalo. He looks absolutely amazing. When you talk about best player available on most scouts' lists in terms of skills and talent, Benson is way ahead of Reinbacker. Michkov was ahead of Reinbacker. And there were others uh, that were ahead of Reinbacker. But the Canadians chose to go. And I understand, by the way, and it's not because it's a, it's a, it's an, a, a draft stacked with offensive players that the Canadians couldn't choose defensemen. I, I, I actually look at it the opposite way. Okay, George? In a draft stacked with offensive players... 
a lot of teams are going to get a lot of good offensive players. But maybe the right thing to do is draft the best defensive player in the draft. You understand? So I don't think, I think that part of it, I understand. I think this, you know, safe, solid, reliable, I understand. Organizational need, I understand. Staying away from Michkov because of everything that you hear, I understand. But telling me defense wins championships, this, that, whatever, I think they were scared to make the Michkov pick. I agree. 100% agree. That's it, you know, but um, I agree on that. You know, what do you make of right? Like, so Rhinebacker signed to a three-year deal right away, entry-level deal. What do you think? I think it's good. I think it's good. There's no surprise there. Uh, you'll be a big part of the Canadians for the future. Uh, righty, big righty. And that's good. You know, uh, you know, you never have a, enough defensemen. I think now they're jacked up for, for D for the future now for a while. That's why they had to get rid of Edmondson. So, uh, no, it's awesome. Madison is going to be the leader of that young core of young guys that are there. He's a great leader. He was like an unsung hero last year, Madison. What a trade for Petrie. And, uh, you know, the, the, the D-man, they're set for, for years now. So yeah, it's no, awesome. They are. And, 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 and he know, will be good. I brought up Matt Benson's name before, right? I'm, I'm convinced the Canadians didn't take Benson because they said, all right, Caulfield, Suzuki, Newhook. Benson, too small. I'm convinced yeah. that's why they did it. And by new, the way, new, new hook, new hook. I was very surprised because of his size. I was now, surprised. Now, so I if they if they didn't choose Benson because they thought we already have three small forwards. You, you know what's forward? crazy? You know what's crazy with new hook? By the way, just to let you yeah. know this. Plan A, which Dubois didn't work, and then they go to new hook. Like you go from a giant to a little man. Like that's insane. And by the way. uh, I told everyone how Dubois that was not going to work. I told everyone Dubois was never going to sign in Montreal. And everybody thought he was going to sign and Montreal was getting him for free. And you know, it's crazy. People even think that the reason why we lost him is because the Kings gave way too much. The Canadian couldn't give as much. You don't understand hockey. The Kings, the only reason why they had to give is because he was willing to sign an extension. If Dubois would have told the Jets, I'm not signing an extension with any teams, only going to Montreal, then they would have no choice to accept what the Canadians had given them because in one year, he would have went to Montreal for free. So that's another player, like many others, use the Canadian to raise the ante, but he was never going to oh, sign oh, here. Listen, if, hey, he listen. Can, if he cannot take the pressure playing for Torrella in Columbus, you think he's going to be an $8 million player in Montreal with these fans? Hey, Are you George, kidding me? George, I'm going to tell you one thing. A lot of people, so when, when he signed with L.A., he said, and by the way, by all accounts, I've never met him, but I hear he's a really nice guy, but that's besides the point. But he said, and I don't blame him, he's not going to say I used the Montreal Canadiens to, yeah, to sign an eight-year, $8.5 million yeah. deal. You don't say stuff like that, right? You're going to lose public sympathy. But yeah. he said, I went to the team that wanted me more. He went to the team yeah. where he wanted to go. Let's put the cards yeah. on the table. I the yeah, exactly. Let's go. Come on. He went because, to the team where he it. wanted to go. Be because everybody was talking about how he wants to go. Everybody at source. We have source he wants to go to Montreal. Okay? If, just by saying I wanted to go to the team that wanted me more, that right there tells everyone that he never wanted to go there because if he did, there was no, there'd be no bidding between one team to another. It'd just be Montreal and that's it and the Jets would be handcuffed. Now the Jets are laughing because, by the way, they got a hell of a return for him. No, of course. Yeah, they got really a hell of a return. return. They got a whole one line. Listen, you can't blame the guy either. I mean, he made his way to Los Angeles. They have one beach nicer than the other. Over here, we have Oka, and everyone stops their boat there to take a piss. I hey, mean not just that. Oh, hold on. Dubois could play in Montreal and watch the Allianz play basketball, or you could watch LeBron James play basketball. You know what? I thought my line was good. I think yours was even better. Drop the mic right now. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> from La, from L'Alliance to LeBron. With all due respect to L'Alliance, by the way, who have a very good product. But let's, it's, it's, come on, man. The guy's going to be in shorts. He's going to be in a, in a, in a polo. He's going to be in flip-flops every day. He's going to go there. There's going to be four members of the media. Uh, yeah. If he doesn't have, you know, if he's got three or four bad games in a row, nobody cares. Nobody will say that. Exactly. Yeah, you know you're I mean? right. You're college right. sports, college sports are bigger than the, uh, than the Kings in Los yeah. Angeles. Come on, right. man. That's true. So, you know, so anyway, 
good for him. But look, I totally agree with you, by the way. And you know what? This is why I love you because you actually, A, uh, you say what you think and you think what you say. And you're not afraid to say it because, you know, a lot of people, he's from the province of Quebec. And even though they know that he was using the Montreal Canadiens to up the ante and ultimately he went to where they want to go, those people will never admit it. And you know what they're going to say? Yeah, 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 you're right. right. I'm going to to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Your buddy, Louis, qui appelle tous les deux jours, Okay, yeah. so chum Louis là, from uh, from Ville Mercier, like my, my friend too. He sent me messages on how much the Canadians needed to go for 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 um, Dubois. Okay, but every time he would send me a message, he was inflating something. no Louis, no Louis, Like just give me your. Don't exaggerate things for making a point, right? Louis, quand ils ont gagné la Coupe, ils ont eu 13 Québécois. Oui, mais Louis, il y a deux ans, ils sont rendus en finale avec un Québécois. Mais ils l'ont pas gagné. Non, okay, ils l'ont pas gagné. Puis, puis Vegas, ils l'ont gagné. Puis Vegas, ils ont marché saut. Puis Vegas, ils ont carré. Puis Vegas, ils ont roi. Puis, yeah, OK, OK, all right, OK, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. You know, like, uh, look, Marche had a great playoff. But uh, and uh, and he deserves a lot of credit. And you know what? Terry and Roy did too. But Vegas doesn't win the cup without Eichel and Pietrangelo. I mean, let's put the cards yeah. on the table here. Like they, they, you know, they help too. Like let's be honest. Yeah. Here. But I just, you know, when it when it comes to George, I want as many Quebecers on the team as possible. I understand the whole notion that Quebecers understand the culture of the Montreal Canadiens more than anybody else. They live here 12 months a year. They have a lot of pride, this, that, whatever, all that stuff. But it's not about going to get all the Quebecers, George. It's about going to get the right ones. It's about going to get the ones that exactly. are going to fit, the ones that want to come here, the ones that want to play here, the ones that want to sweat here, the ones that want to bleed red, white, and blue here. Those are the ones you have to identify, George. Those are the ones you have to go get. And not every single one who's a Quebecer you have to get because they're a Quebecer. It doesn't work that way, George. Yeah, and and you know you know the, the best the only way you can make sure that you have the right guy you know how it is Tony is when the guy pick Montreal and he wants to play here and if Dubois the reports would have been right and he would have turned down extension anything he said just just Montreal and then the Jeff would have got barely nothing for him from the Canadian then you would have known that he wants to play here and it's a true guy that wanted to be a Canadian hey, not a guy you try to force to come in here and stuff. I saw your um, your your picture with Carey Price, who was there. I don't know if you had a chance to hear Michael Farber on uh, on uh, Montreal's English sports radio station, but uh, he's not happy that Carey Price made the pick. Uh, he doesn't understand why Carey was there. And I'll tell you why. Carey I'll tell you ruined why. Ruined the moment for David Reinbacher. I'll tell you why he was there, though. Uh, yes, the mistake was embarrassing. Uh, you know, for an, an Englishman, maybe his last name, I'm, I'm not sure, was maybe hard to remember or to pronounce. Uh, at least he said the first name. George, but, uh, George, George, stop, George. George, it's not because you snapped a selfie with somebody now that you're going to start defending everybody. His last name was hard to remember. You know what I would have done? Linebacker, Rhinebacker, Linebacker. Or maybe, or maybe think of a popcorn, Redenbacker. No, no, no. Linebacker, Reinbacker. Yeah. Linebacker, Reinbacker. And was it too, George? Now, George, George. Tony, by the way. Loyalty is a nice thing, and I appreciate you defending your friends. But, George, don't don't mess around with me. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, he he should have got the spelling right. But, Tony, um, before the draft, an hour before the draft, I saw him. uh, He was already designed. Like, he was going to be the one picking the 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 play already so i knew that there wasn't going to be a trade or anything the, the 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 team was keen on picking someone and that's why i was like puzzled as if it was mitchkov because their pick was already in, in their mind they they were already taking david but david uh the uh carry the reason why he's around the team is that uh carry now is uh he's part of like it's unofficial because because of insurance reason he can't but he's part of all the meetings with the team and stuff. He, he kind of works with the team now, you know? 
Um, I don't know if it's what he's going to do when, when it's, when it's contract bought out or whatever they do with it and stuff and it's planned in the future, but he's part of all the meetings with the team and stuff. He's a kind of a consultant now and stuff. So he's at the draft and he's more and more involved with the, with the team uh, and the stuff that they're doing. Look, mistakes happen. Like anyone can make mistakes. I feel really bad for Gary. And I know Kerry feels really bad. I feel really bad for David Reinbacker because once in his life, he's going to get drafted in the National Hockey yeah. Not 10 times once. So, you know, I can understand. Hey, Michael Farber is taking a lot of heat, by the way, on social media. He's taking a lot of but heat. You know, but you know what? Nobody's gonna, nobody gonna, is going to forget when he got drafted, though, because Kerry picked them and they the mess up. So we'll never forget it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I I think the Canadians. This is not Gary. I think the Canadians shouldn't ask their players to name players. That's it. I I don't think they should. That that's to name the picks. Tony, I think I think it's a nice gesture to do so. Gary nice was gesture. the last. Yeah, yeah. He was he nice was gesture. the he was he was the last fifth pick overall to be drafted by Canadian. Why not? You know, the be best goalie in his generation, future Hall of Fame. I thought it was great. I thought it was great, Tony. Tons of other teams use their players to teach the I know that. The they players. usually get the players' names wrong. Uh, whoever got Caulfield's name wrong, too. Cole Caulfield. Come on, Tony. It's, it's, a little, it's, it's in the past, man. It's okay. Yeah, things it's happen. in the past. All right. You're right. Things happen. Mosey, too, no. George, I'm talking for the sake of talking. We have an hour podcast over here. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, I'm kidding aside, because in the summer, we're going all the time, but it's not necessarily an hour, all right? So we'll see what happens. Um, now, speaking of which, you had a chance to meet a lot of people. We talked about that. And here's a couple of pictures you caught up with a guy who oh, does what yeah. you used to do, uh, known as the number one enforcer in the National Hockey League for several years now, Ryan Reeves. As a matter of fact, I believe we might have another one with you and Reeves. Or... Yeah. There you go. <laughs> There you go. I was uh, I, I was teasing him about eating uh, eat, not eating meat. Uh, okay. I so tried to I tried I tried to turn him vegan. <coughs> Didn't work. All right. So he was eating, work. he was eating meat and you were <coughs> all right. Okay. So no, but so, so let me guess. And you and I have not rehearsed this at all. Let me guess. You love the signing by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, Tony. First of all, before you even signed with the Leaf, Leaf, he was there. He's part of the coalition group with us. He was there with us all week and yeah. is he's 36 years old his goal is to play a thousand game in the nhl and he, he needed a three-year contract with a team so his goal he wants to get to a thousand and that would be you get an nhl pension at a thousand no 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 we all have, have, we all have, we all an have NHL it. pension all right. no it's just symbolic play a thousand game oh, in the NHL. For sure. yeah and you might end up symbolic. getting a silver stick too no he has a silver stick and it's something that he wants to so um, so he was going to look at his option and stuff because he wants, he needs to play for a team that will let him play. That will not a team that will play 20 games a year because he won't get there. Yeah. You know, he needs to play 70 games this year, 70 games next year, and then 40 after, and then he gets it. Right. I so anyway, that. when he signed in Toronto, I called him and I was so happy for him because that is the best place for him to go. First of all, Toronto, when the team was talking to him, they already know that endorsement wise. He's going to make a killing in Toronto. They're going to love him. He changed automatically the culture of that team. Domi that is back there. Do you know how annoying Max Domi is going to be knowing that Ryan Reeves is there now? Like, this team is going to be... I'm, I'm making a prediction, okay? Matthews, no, if he's not gonna, hurt... Domi's going to start fires and Reeves is going to put them out. Exactly. Matthews, I make a prediction, he's going to win the Rocket Richard next year. The star players in Toronto, no one's going to touch them. They're going to have so much room. And going to the playoff, Toronto's going to be the healthiest team. Because the thing that we never talk about, Tony, is that yeah. when you get into the playoff, hmm. every players are banged up. They're banged up because, you know, every, every game on and in and out, you get a hit. You, the physical play takes a wear and tear. And that's why you find out when a playoff is done, guys getting surgery and guys are hurt, right? When you have a guy like Reeves, even if he doesn't play in a playoff, that's what people have to understand. His presence makes it so guys are not going to hit their star players. 
they're not going to hit as hard. They're not going to ruffle them after the whistle. And over time, in a full season, the star play will be more fresh coming to the playoff than another team that does not have that protection. Even if he doesn't play a game, the fact that he's with that team, if someone does something stupid, he'll be there the next time, the next game. And that right there, all the star play, they'll have so much room. They'll be flying this year. George, I'm and that's torn on exactly, this. What's that? I'm torn on this subject, and I'm going to tell you why. I you understand the concept. I get it. Skilled players, some of them are a little bit scared to play games on the road. And some of them, when the going gets tough in the playoffs, we've seen over the last couple of years, they find it really tough. So yeah. you need to make room for these guys and you need to put these guys in confidence. So you go out, you get the strongest guy in the league and the other guys are going to be scared to touch them because if they touch them, this guy's going to break their face. I understand yeah. the concept. Okay, perfect. I do. Here's the challenge I have. Okay. George, the league has changed. I know you know this, and you're going to tell me Tony Hockey's still hockey. Perfect. I get that. I shouldn't argue with you on this subject because this is your okay, well, go ahead, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know everything about this, and I know nothing. I'm going to get that out of the way right away, but I'm still going to give you an opinion anyway because I like to give okay. opinions, okay? Ryan Reeves, George, has played for St. Louis. He's played for Pittsburgh. He's played for Vegas. He's played for New York. He's played for Minnesota. Has anyone ever taken liberties on any St. Louis player, Pittsburgh player, Vegas player, New York Ranger player, Minnesota Wild player while he was there? To tell you the truth, off the top of my head, I can't think of, but I didn't really research it to the point where I was going to lose my mind. Yeah. But if he's such a valuable member to a team of skilled players, the way you talked about, why is he moving from team to team to team to team? Because if I was Minnesota, I'll tell you why. What, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let me let me tell you. Okay. If I was uh -oh. Minnesota, and I had Kaprizov, and I had Zuccarello, and I had um, Boldy, and I had uh, uh, Spurgeon, and and I had guys like this on my team, Erickson Eck. I would want to keep this guy, and if this and if I would only offer him a two-year deal, but he would get a three-year deal in Toronto. If he's this important, I'd give him a three-year deal. Tony, first of all, for cap reason, uh, you remember he was making two mil a year, two point five a year, right? So yeah. for cap reason, other team can afford it. The Rangers got him because of what Tom Wilson did. Because remember, even though you say fighting is out of the game, right? Intimidation is still there. What Tom Wilson did to the Rangers when they all had to drop and to answer the bell. That's why they got Ryan Reeves. When Ryan Reeves the year after and, 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 and Ryan Reeves was there, Ryan Reeves wanted to fight him and Tom Wilson wanted nothing to do with him. He was quiet. He didn't hit anyone. Ryan Reeves was telling me that all, in all the games that Wilson played against the Rangers when Reeves was there, he had one body check. One. That's what his presence do, even if he doesn't fight. When Wilson used to hit every rangers that was on the ice so now going back to minnesota when did they keep him they made a mistake but again he's 36 years old he wants a three-year deal he wants to get to a thousand game toronto wanted him they give it to him okay. so he's playing in a good market and stuff tony i'm telling you intimidation is a big part of the nhl hey, and now the, the atlantic division yeah is the toughest in the nhl so now just so i continue to play devil's advocate here in this discussion okay this guy started playing in the Western Hockey League in the 2004 season, okay? Back then, he was an enforcer on his team starting then, I would imagine, with 79 penalty minutes in 64 games. And by the way, he never had a ton of penalty minutes, eh? Never had a ton. This guy, the most he ever had... His discipline. His discipline. ...was 167 minutes, all right? So, A, he doesn't fight for the sake of fighting, and B... He probably doesn't fight that much because he probably doesn't want to get a lot of people who want to fight him. Uh, I don't he, know. He you know, he doesn't get two minutes and he doesn't get ten. He's disciplined. Okay, okay. But the body, George, you were there at one point. You were an unrestricted free agent. You signed, what was it, a three-year deal with the Montreal Canadiens as an unrestricted free agent. And at one point you were waived, but your body was hurting. Okay? Your body was broken down a little bit, correct? It was a back well, injury, right? Well, my, yeah. My first practice, I got in the disc. Okay. I got hurt. 
isn't there a risk of a 36-year-old who's been through all these grinds and all these battles and all these wars to, and I understand, you know, you guys, you know, Tony, he had, he had Tony, some, and you had some tofu on, Tony, your body, forget on. it. But, no, no, Tony, hold on, forget about tofu, okay? Ah, mozitumo, tofu. You, let's compare, you, th- you said our body had wars. My body, before I got into this, who did I fight? Brashear, Domi, Twist, Probert, Grimson, McKenzie. Uh, I could go on and on. Tony, I could go on and on. That's who I had to fight. Many times. Matt Johnson, Derek Bugard, McGrattan. I could go on and on. Those were battles. Who did Ryan Reeves have to fight? There's no one left. He could play till he's 50. His body's going to be fine. And Tony, let's say a little bad luck. He gets hurt. He can't play anymore. It's 1.4 against the cap. That's nothing. It's not a big problem. Like it's not like Weber contract or price I contract. Know, no, 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 it's not a big. It's not a big amount. So Tony, that's. I a like minor the concept. Thing. I'm telling you know what? I like the concept. I like the concept. It's a little bit long. You're right. It's 1.5. It's not Tony, the end of the world. Tony, I like the concept. Tony, the battle of Munchal Toronto is back because I had a few conversations with him, and we're talking about we're talking about the the the, the division and. You know, he's going I like Jack High. He's going for I like it. Jack. I, I, I'm not going to say that he's going through. I'm not going to say that. What I'm saying is that I like Jack High, and I would love to help him out for free to teach him how to fight because he doesn't have a good technique because he's better be ready. And and Pezzetta knows it too. He fought him once. They both have to be ready because he cannot wait to play Montreal. Boko Imama in uh, Ottawa. In Ottawa, yeah. He's going he's gonna to stay there because the Atlantic is so rough with Luchik's back. We saw the last fight he had with uh, with Reeves. How tough uh, is this guy, George? How tough is Imama? Imama is pretty tough. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help him this summer, too. He's pretty tough. He's obviously not in Reeves' class. And the first fight he had, you can see on me. But, George, uh, we lost George here. Did we lose George? Don't tell me we lost George. Hopefully, we get George back. Okay, we got it. George, but if you're going to help Jack guy and you're going to help Imama and you're going to help Reeves and you're going to help this guy and that guy, everyone's going to fight to a draw. <laughs> what are we going to do here? We lost you, George. We lost your volume. I don't hear you. Oh, why you? Not this end. Oh, George. And not George. George, not this end. You can hear me? Now I can hear you. Okay. Sorry, I don't understand. No, no, I put he, my phone on do not. No, no, I you, put my phone on do not disturb, and I don't. What? You, you're like this. Every time you lose a debate, we go off. You lose. You don't no, talk. No, no, no. The hearing, the day, the listen, I put my phone on do not disturb, and I don't know how there's a phone call that went through, even doing something not disturb. It never happened before. My God. So that's it. what happened. At this time, somebody's bothering. Dump to leave him alone. Pretty soon, we're going to go to bed. To leave you alone. Okay, listen. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but Tony, let, let you know. Um, you know, I'm not so, going to help Reeves. Doesn't need help, but Reeves knows that potentially I'm going to help everybody, everyone else. So he's kind of laughing about it because obviously he doesn't need help, right? But the other guys, they do, they do because he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And Lou Chick's back playing for Cam Neely is going to be pretty physical. He's going to fight too. The Atlantic Division, man, there's going to so, be lots of fight this year. So it's going to be I'll awesome. Say, I'll say this: even though there's not that much fighting in the league anymore. Okay, we're at the lowest point probably ever. I don't know if you agree with that. We're probably at the lowest point ever. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the fact that Jackai is alone. And I wouldn't say alone because Pizzetta is there. With all due respect to Michael Pizzetta, so I don't want to say alone. But no, he's know. not Tony. He's not alone. He's not alone. But Tony Jackai is there for that. Jackai made it clear after he beat Cassian that he could take anyone in the league. You remember he said that. And he's gonna have to face the music. I don't want to see that guy fight Lucic, and I don't want to see him fight Reeves. I really don't. Well, I know he's not ready, Tony. And you're right; his technique is not ready. Arbor, call me, call me, and you will be ready. Call me; I'll help you. Call me. I'm a heavyweight. I could still fight. And Tony, I even told Reeves, if I wasn't back in the league today, I would still be a heavyweight champ. Oh, really? Oh my God! One hand in my back, like this. One hand in your back. Oh, my God. Tony, yes. Easy. Easy. And I'm saying that we're being all humble. Guys, today, they don't know how to fight. 
They don't, it's not the same. When you don't have any competition, it's not the same. You don't have to up your game up. But when I came in, all these guys that were there that were ready to kill me, Tony, I was like, you have to be a gladiator. You have to be a warrior back then. You had two, three guys warrior per team back then. You had to be like, you had to be crazy. You, to, you mind had to be fucked up to do this oh, back then because it was more. insane. Mozi too. It was insane. Arbor, George <laughs> says, call him. Color me your color, baby. Color me your car. Color me your color, darling. I know who you are. Come up off your color chart. I know where you're coming from. Call me. Call me on the line. Call me. Call me any, any, any time. Tony, call me. Tony if you ever go, if you if you ever go to the voice, Tony, and I'm sitting on the chair, I would turn for you. La voix. Yeah. La voix. Hey, uh, the sick podcast, a shout out to Murphy Clinic and Aesthetic uh, Clinic, specializing in medical aesthetic care. They offer permanent laser hair removal as well as a wide range of treatments for skin problems such as acne, rosacea, fine lines, and more. They currently have two clinics, one located in Montreal, Shop Angus, and the second on the North Shore in Terban. They are also opening soon in Quebec City. Visit murphyclinic.ca or on Instagram at murphyclinic. All right, okay, so you um, you met with Ryan Reeves. You're saying that the uh, that uh, Arbor Jack guy better be ready. Imama, Lucic, Reeves in the same division. You're going to offer uh, Jack Eye lessons to improve his technique absolutely for free. Arizona didn't pick Michkov because Michkov didn't want to meet with Arizona because they don't have an arena and uh, it's a miracle that they have ice. Uh, price, it's okay. You don't blame him. It's uh, too easy to, uh, to def- it was not easy to remember his name, even though I said linebacker, linebacker. <laughs> Um, Ryan Backer at fifth was safe and reliable pick, but they didn't draft the best player available. And let's end with the Brinkat. What can you tell me on him? Yeah. So I talked to uh, Ottawa Senators and I asked them why it's taking so long uh, to trade him and, and what's the plan. And apparently the Brinkat is from Detroit and he, re- he really wants to go back there. He really wants to go back playing Detroit. I was surprised. Like, why Detroit? You guys have so many skill players. You would have a way better season with you guys. But no, that's his wish. So I think they try to work something up with Detroit because if they do, Detroit, you would accept to sign a long-term deal with Detroit. So kind of like what the Jets did with the LA, they would get more from Detroit if he gets an extension as if he goes somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Because his wish is to go to Detroit. So let's stay tuned on that to see what's going to happen. Let's stay tuned because, to see if he goes to Detroit. Because if he, if he goes to Detroit, yeah. he was of his word and he really wanted to go to Detroit. Yeah, exactly. And then if he does... Then obviously there's rumors that Ottawa to replace him, they would go after Tarasenko. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. So uh, Pierre Luck in Los Angeles, we said it. He chose that beach over Oka, and he chose the Lakers over uh, <laughs> over in LeBron. That beach over Oka. <laughs> he also has uh, LAFC. You know, you know, it's funny is also yeah. when people go to the beach on uh, Les Saint Hélène. Like in yeah. the middle of the racetrack. Yeah. That's to me. That's unbelievable. Sniffing, sniffing gas when you go in the be- on the beach, to me, it's not something that is awesome. <laughs> hey, buddy. So are, are you, I, I shouldn't say are you sticking around because you're you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. You're going everywhere. But the plan is to stay in Montreal this summer or what? Uh, all over the place. I got to go for training in New York with the NHL. I, there's so many things. I'll be all over the place, Tony. Uh, but you know the sick podcast. What's great about it is we could do it for anywhere. So that you're no, right. I have a lot of traveling to do. Hey, a lot when of you give these do. guys the the fighting lessons, can I uh, can I can I be there? Can I watch or what? Uh, if I do it, I'm not going to tell anyone, and it's going to be confidential. Yeah, but then you're going to come on the sick podcast and tell me you did it or no? No, no, I can't. No, 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 it's no. going to be uh, Tony. Tony, I have done. I have trained other NHL players uh, this last couple of years. And I haven't mentioned their name on the air for their respect. Yeah. So I don't want to do it. So, you know, I say that, but if it if it happens, no one's gonna know. Yeah, is and we true? do it in a private we do it, we do it in a private place. No one sees us, there's no cameras, nothing. I don't need publicity. And these guys, I'm pretty sure they don't want it to and stuff. So I respect their privacy. So it'll be mano and mano. That's it. Yeah. Is it true you taught uh, Caulfield at a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why you fought so many times this year. Hey, <laughs> how how did I do? How did I do? When no, I, I, I thought no, I thought Caulfield out of score. <laughs> how did how did I do when uh, 
when I had that fight at the radio station? How did I do? How did I do? Tell me the truth. Uh, what fight? Because I didn't you, you, see it. You saw it on Instagram. When I went to the radio station a couple of months ago and uh, the day of the weigh-in. The oh, day that of was weigh-in. not a real fight. Tony, that's, no. If you want me to judge a fight that you have, have a real fight and I'll tell you I was. What do you mean it wasn't a real fight? I, I couldn't breathe for a negative for three days. What do you mean it wasn't a real fight? Yeah, Tony, Tony. I was so Tony, I, could, because, I couldn't get up from bed for two days. Tony, the only training that you do is running to the fridge. Ah, try stop. to run a little for, try to run a little further away than that, and then you'll be in shape. You lose all these weight and you're not doing any sports. What are you gonna do? You lost 30 pounds, Tony. What have you done to maintain it? What what have I done to maintain it? I've done a lot to maintain it. I'm still eating clean. What do you mean? What do you, you mean? What you have you I done? Pounds? You, you, your weight didn't go up? Who? No. Two pounds. Uh, I'm going to weigh you next time I see you. Weigh I'm going to weigh you. Why? Do I look bigger? You're, you're, no, you're, I, you're no, no. I, don't do that. No, you don't look bigger. I, I don't see. Stand up. Oh, well, you, well, breathe, breathe. Stay up and breathe. Okay, you look pretty good. You look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm telling you. You look good. You look good. Yeah. You have to have confidence in me, my friend. Have confidence in me. All right. I, I, I do have confidence in you, and I do love you, bro. Thank you. I love you, too. All right. We'll talk soon. Very good. All right. We'll good talk to you soon. All right. There you have it. Uh, I love all of you watching as well. Did you keep it off? Yes, I kept it off. Look at me. I went from like six chins to three. Uh, Marinaro, the sick podcast, weeknights at uh, 10 p.m. And uh, tell your friends about it. Like it, share with your friends, and uh, comment sick, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. And if you're going to listen to us on Google, Apple, or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. It's our way of feeling the love. Another sick podcast is in the books. Merci beaucoup. Thank you all for watching. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, for 66 Spinning, who wanted to get together, because we said we were going to have a get-together, the plan is in the month of July. So we're hoping... We're going to pull it off here this month because we're going to have no other choice because I'm thinking of going away in the month of August. All right, okay. We'll talk to you soon. Tomorrow night, same time, same place. I'm Marinaro. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.